Welcome to Salem Stories, a podcast by the Salem School District discussing topics of interest to parents, students, and the Salem community. I'm your host, David Halpin, and for our second episode, we're talking with some of the students and staff members behind the upcoming production of The Sound of Music. For weeks now, students and staff have been working to bring this beloved Rodgers and Hammerstein musical to life. But today, the intensity is ramped up with only a few short weeks before the curtains rise on four public performances beginning February 1st. With the sound of music, with songs they have sung for a thousand years, the hills fill my heart with the sound of music. My heart wants to sing every song it hears. Bringing this musical to the stage combines all the performing arts disciplines within the context of a single production. This is something Salem Performing Arts Director Jared Cassidy has tried to incorporate into the curriculum across the district since coming to Salem two years ago. Having been in Salem for almost two years and also as an alumnus of the Salem School District, it's really exciting to see everything that's changing and evolving within the district, not just with the renovation of the high school, um, though that's very um, exciting as well, um, but just in the culture and the mindset and that the performing arts is such a big part of that change and part of that shift is really motivating and exciting. It truly is a really great time to be part of the performing arts here in Salem. We're sitting in Jared's office, which sits high in the back of the newly constructed Cypher Performing Arts Center. We can look down over the auditorium and onto the stage where the students are rehearsing. Jared, this is something special that most school districts don't have. It's a real asset to the community and an example of the support and commitment Salem has for the performing arts. So it's through the support that we've garnered an outstanding performing arts center, the Cypher Performing Arts Center, that is full of state-of-the-art equipment, everything from a pit orchestra to outstanding rehearsal spaces, everything that we need to run a full-scale production or musical performance. It's pretty incredible. Clearly, this facility is an advantage for students. But you're really focused on building a performing arts program that allows students to really explore and practice their creative passions. It really is so much more than just the facility and those kind of um, provisions that enable us to really make great things happen in our performing arts department. Um, K-12, we have such amazing collaboration and support for everything from our curriculum to the activities to the support of the teachers. We have excellent, competent um, staff that are working with our students daily um, and really instilling in our students a real love and appreciation for the arts in general. So it's no question that when they get to the high school level or when they are part of our production here, that they have the tools and the mindset necessary to be successful and see the value of what it is they're doing. I've managed to steal some time with Chris Bougio to get the director's perspective on the production and see how it's going. In his day job, Chris is an English and drama teacher at the high school, but he has spent eight years managing after-school performances as an advisor to the school's Actors Guild. Chris, thanks for being with us this morning. How are you doing? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Last year's production of Cinderella was the first major performance in the new Cypher Performing Arts Center here at the high school. Tell me a little bit about what went into the decision to produce The Sound of Music this year. We wanted something that was still pretty accessible to a larger audience. So we wanted something with a little bit more heft than Cinderella. Not that Cinderella is not great, it is. But we wanted something, at least story-wise, a little bit more challenging for students to kind of grapple with and learn about 
um, as we rehearse the shows. The Sound of Music is based on the real-life story of the Trapp family singers and is set in a period just prior to World War II in Austria as the Germans were beginning to take over. Despite the light-hearted song and dance numbers, the story holds some historical significance, doesn't it, Chris? It's an amazing story. To learn about the historical significance and the historical context of the show was kind of an important aspect that we really wanted to impress upon students. So, while it's a great opportunity for the students to participate in a musical production, you're really hoping the cast and the audience get more out of it. Honestly, that's what theater is really about, is empathizing with people, perspectives, situations, um, history, making connections, broadening our um, knowledge of the world that we live in, making sense of the world we live in, all of that great stuff that um, theater can do. As I understand it, there are nearly 50 students involved in the production, either on stage or working their magic behind the scenes. You're also supported by a number of other professionals from the Performing Arts Department. How would you say it's all coming together? Ultimately, it's the students that are playing the music. It's the students that are performing on stage. It's the students that are running the lights and the crew backstage and flying in the set. For example, there's a stage manager that is making everything happen. That's a student. A student is running the show once the show opens. Up until that point, yes, myself and the other directors are making sure everything's in place, but once that show opens, it's run by the students. I caught up with one of these students during a recent rehearsal. Jamie Mastro Giacomo is involved in every aspect of the production, but you won't see her on stage. Her role is to keep the production on task and coordinate the technical aspects of the show. Today she sits with her legs crossed on the edge of the stage, poring over details on a clipboard as performers rehearsed all around her. She explains how her experience in the performing arts program has prepared her for this role. When I was a sophomore, I started as a stagehand for our production of The Drowsy Chaperone. And at first I found that it was, uh, it was very exciting to watch a show backstage and how it all takes place. And that year was very observational for me. And the next year I was asked to be stage manager very last minute because of uh, some unforeseen circumstances with our tech crew, but I stepped up and I had to learn as I went. And it was difficult because I had to figure out um, different cues, such as light cues and sound cues, and when people were supposed to go on stage. And I also had to determine where props went, and it was very chaotic, but I found after that experience, I uh, learned what I needed to do better for next year. So for this year's production of The Sound of Music, it's my senior year, and I feel that I've learned a lot about what not to do and what to do during a show. Vocal director Lauren Pythman is excited about the choice of The Sound of Music because it involves songs that allow her students to fully explore the range of their developing voices. So 
many of our students here at Salem are very excited about some of the newer shows that are being produced on Broadway right now. Um, specifically, one of the shows they really love is called Dear Evan Hansen, which is a brand new show on Broadway, um, which is great. And they love singing songs from that show. However, in that show, there's a lot of what we would call belting singing, which is sort of a forced sound. And um, for them, developmentally, where they are as teenagers and as young vo voice students, especially the young men who just basically got their voices two years ago, <laughs> um, having a show like The Sound of Music is excellent because it gives them an opportunity to sort of really legit sing some of these songs that are really vocally um, challenging, but also allow them to be singing in a voice that's really fantastic for them where they are developmentally. Um, so they have these very long lines in The Sound of Music. There's beautiful melodies. It's a very friendly show. The music is friendly. It feels nice to sing it. While much of the music is friendly, The Sound of Music isn't without its challenges. For the lead character, Maria, played by senior Molly Lesnever, one particular song is putting all her talents to the test. High on a hill was a lonely goat herd. Lay he oda lay he oda lay he Loud was the voice of a lonely goat herd. Lay he oda lay he oda Folks in a town that was quite remote herd. Lay he oda lay he oda lay he Lusty and clear from the goat herd's throat herd. Lay he oda lay he oda for me, it's one of my first leads that I've really played, so that's been a challenge within itself. Uh, but I'm really enjoying the character of Maria. I think the most challenging part of the show for me is the Lonely Goat Herd, uh, in which Maria has to yodel through the entire song to the children. And I've worked in movements and dances, so trying to yodel while seeming entertaining is kind of difficult for me. On a bridge of a castle moat herd, lay he yodel, lay he yodel, lay he hoo. Men on a road of a low tote herd, lay he yodel, lay he yodel through. Men in the midst of a table tote herd, lay he yodel, lay he yodel, lay he hoo. Men drinking beer with a foam afloat herd, lay he yodel, lay he yodel so even if you know the movie by heart, Python wants you to know that there's some new and interesting aspects of the stage production to look forward to. You might be surprised when you come see our production only because the Broadway show version and the movie version are a little bit different. Uh, for example, the Lonely Goat Herd is sung during the storm when the children are in Maria's bedroom. Um, my Favorite Things is a duet between Maria and the Mother Abbess. And then there's also two extra songs that are in the show version that are not in the movie. And they're sort of different and interesting because they're sung by the Baroness and Max, who are sort of the rich people in the show. And they kind of give another layer to that political plot that's happening within the production. The Sound of Music is produced in association with the Parents Music Club and will run the 1st of February through the 4th at the Cypher Performing Arts Center at the Salem High School. Tickets are available online from the district website, sau57.org, or at the box office the day of the performance. I'd like to thank all those who contributed to this episode of Salem Stories for a behind-the-scenes look at the making of The Sound of Music. You can find more podcasts and other Salem stories at the Salem School District website, sau57.org. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, or download our mobile app. I'm your host, David Halpin, and you've been listening to Salem Stories, an informational podcast produced by the Salem School District.